Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame show here on CHGO Sports. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We got Law behind the dials what? tonight running the show. Why am I here? It's weird. Why are, I didn't why know you were allowed out at night. Why are you? Why are you here? I thought you were like my childhood. Once oh the streetlights come on, you have to go home. Good question. We appreciate you being here. Thank though. you. Thank you. Definitely. Thanks for hanging out with us during the watch party. If you did that, yeah. If not, join us next time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Hawks lose six three to the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Carolina adding an empty netter late to make it look a little worse than it was. Lame. Uh, most importantly, Connor Bedard ends the game with a goal and an assist, and his two third assists. two assists goal and two assists. Thank you, and his third. Disallowed goal because of an offsides play of the damn season. Second in as many games. Too. Yeah, right. Consecutive games. Goals. Yeah, he gets goals disallowed like Lucas Reichel gets scratched. <laughs> oh, but um, bum. Reichel still leads him by one though. <laughs> Fair enough. It's always next game. Well, look, this uh, game started off, uh, and let's be honest, for the most part of this game. Carolina was well in control. Yeah, this game went as you would have expected. Yes, yeah. you have Carolina, who is chasing down the New York Rangers for the division lead, Stanley Cup contender. Yep. You have the Chicago Blackhawks, who have lost 20 road games in a row. 21. Well, coming in. 21 now. Oh, haven't we? gotten to that. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> came into the night losing 20 in a row. Has not won a road game since before Thanksgiving. November 9th? Corey Perry was still on the team the last oh time God. they won a road Corey, game. Corey Perry was still our public. Taylor Hall was still in the lineup <laughs> the last time they won a road game. And Sergey Krivo Krasov yeah. was on the ice. <laughs> Man. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, it was, It was. look, it's it's what you expect basically from the Hawks every night. And uh, when they're playing against a contender like Carolina, for most of the night, the Hurricanes had a puck on the string mm-hmm. and were just skating circles that, around the Hawks. That second period, man, like they they could not get get the puck off them. Like it was, no. you know, we, we during the watch along, you know, made the lighthearted comment like, oh, this is just practice for the Blackhawks in their D zone. It was practice for the Hurricanes too. Like yeah, they were just strange. toying with the Blackhawks. Yeah, it was it was a tough watch, but. Uh, Nick Foligno scores the goal. Little nice backhander oh, from the slot. And uh, by the way, Nick Foligno joins us tomorrow at two thirty. Don't miss that. He'll be Nick, right over there. Look like Nick Savard out there. Little yeah, really. Yeah. Little spinorama See, that, action. That's the thing, though. Spin set. Because remember, Bernard's first game back, he throws that pass to Foligno in front of the net, 
against Pittsburgh, and he was like, wasn't ready oh, yeah, for no. it. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> this time he was ready for it. Yes, he, he was. Like, Felino's not going to make that mistake twice. It took those guys about a, a couple periods to get used to just be ready for it to be on your stick at any time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, despite the game not being close or really competitive, uh, we do have some nominees for four-star of the game. Uh, your three stars of the game, all Hurricanes, uh, Coca Niemi, Nikas, and Aho are your three-two-one. Coca Niemi. I know it's Natchez. I always say Nikas. I don't know why I do that. Uh, so here are your four-star uh, nominees. The, the wafers, not go wafers. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's what it is. Steve Dahl used to pay tolls with those. <laughs> It's one of my favorite stories. Nobody in our audience knows who that is. Well, <laughs> you do. And law does. Guys. I mean, if, if my mom's watching. If yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, She's still subscribed. That's my Neko Wafer reference. That's great. I got to use it when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here are your four-star nominees, courtesy of us. Uh, Tyler Johnson with a goal and assist. He had three shots and four shot attempts. All of that in 1343. That's an eventful night. Make it, make it count. And Nick... Uh, Savoir Faire Felino with a goal and assist. That's 100% shooting and 20-30 of ice time. And the person we're already going to name the winner, Connor Bedard, <laughs> with a goal, two assists. He had one shot, two shot attempts, 4-0 and oh from the faceoff dot. That is nice. noteworthy. It's good. Uh, and 20-17 of ice time. So click in your votes for Connor Bedard now, and we'll <laughs> reveal that Connor Bedard is the winner towards the end of the show. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and a nice lead in the Connor's corner. <laughs> yes. yes. And exactly. into uh, Who's Your Hawk? Paying that off as well. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to that eventually at yeah. some point too. It's, I guess it's me, allegedly. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is this is a, a quintessential, uh, and it's not going to be the last time we experience it this season. Where it's just like, yeah, the overall product on the ice was not great. They got their butts handed to them, but Connor Bedard was was the highlight. Connor Bedard was uh, was the guy that you know everyone paid admission to see and 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 he paid it off i mean was that six points now in the three games since he's come back like it's it 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 is why we missed him so much yeah and it is and it is the answer to why did the blackhawks only score 1.2 goals per game in the 14 games he was gone because he is the catalyst to this team if you didn't think so before uh, the last three games have been prime evidence a a good we used his term a lot last year. I mean, I know the Blackhawks aren't tanking this year, but this is a tank loss. Connor Bedard yeah. is yeah. a freaking star, and you still lost the game to increase your odds of getting number one overall. That's and Kurashev played okay. well. First and Tyler Johnson improved his trade trade uh, value going value. up. Yeah, let's talk about Kurashev a little bit too, because um, that's a guy who is he he was good when Bedard was not here. He was one of the more consistently offensive uh, Hawks it's when he was gone. But since Bedard's come back. Yeah, he's looked really good, and they've they've got something going. They've got mm-hmm. some. They d- definitely have some chemistry going. They're starting to you know eyes in the back of the head sort of chemistry, which comes with extended time together. And both times, even the disallowed goal and the allowed goal, both came from really nice setups from Philip Kurashev. Yeah, and the goal he's sc- the goal Kurashev scored against Ottawa was a beautiful setup from Bedard. Yeah, like it's they have something cooking, and it looks great. And do not break those two up. No. Yeah, I mean, as far as, you know, the rest of this season and going into next season, I think we we all thought, oh, Lucas Reichel might be Connor Bedard's line mate. Mm, I think Philip Kershev's uh, wedged his name into that discussion for sure. Listen, they got... And Nick Felino's a good fit on that line too. Yeah, you know, he's that trio works out works really well. Felino will do the dirty work. Felino will get the puck out of the corner. He'll go to the front of net. Yep. 
create space for those two guys to work their magic. A couple interesting comments about Bedard. Uh, Jason T says it kind of feels like the way Connor come back, he's really figured out the NHL. And ahead of that, uh, I believe it was LS had a comment about how he's getting better at finding open spots on the ice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact is you spend a month away from it. You had it. You're watching you were it. out there mm-hmm. for, you know, three months playing your first, you're learning on the fly. Then you take a step back yeah. and you watch and you know, he was watching every game, you know, he's watching video. So he gets on the ice on himself on his workouts and starts visualizing. Yeah. This is where I see people scoring from. This is soft. Usually they're not covered. It's all cerebral. To him. Yeah. Like he yeah. is that kind of a student and it's no surprise that you're seeing even more wrinkles to his game, improvements to a game because he was had to, it was taken away from him for a month. Well, and when coaches scratch players and they say, we want to ha- want to have them take a step back and get a look from a different angle. That's not lip service. That's not coaches just right. spinning something. That's legitimate. Sometimes guys are a little bit, everything's moving too fast for them, and they just need to pump the brakes, sit up high with us, and just watch the game from a different angle and a different level and and kind of slow things down mentally. And you're right. Like, Bedard is, since he's come, I know it's a very small sample size, but not only has he looked, like, more dangerous more often, he's also got a bit of a red ass to him. Yeah, like, he's... He's engaging and he's finishing checks and he's yeah. getting mixed up with the goalie. With he, the goal that was disallowed was with Martin. He stared his ass down for a good well, five or six well, seconds. At the end, going of off the, the ice. end of the second, yeah, I know. Yeah, he was giving him. So he got that disallowed goal. He kind of just like, yeah. But he just sat there and that glared one, yeah. at him mm-hmm. yeah. as well as he should. Yeah, he's like, uh, this. Let's just remember the pecking order. Yeah, I'm Connor Bedard, and you're going to be my Uber driver to the awards <laughs> ceremony in June. <laughs> who did the? Uh, who was it, Marshand, where he was in a scrum with the guy and he like made him turn around so he could yeah. read his name? Who are you? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think Austin Matthews did that. Oh, that was yeah. Austin Matthews, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean as, so as, as much as it maybe doesn't come out in the times where, you know, he's talking to the media or anything like that, like Bedard's personality on the ice is like, I mean, that's his wheelhouse. That's that's what he where he is, you know, himself the most is when he's playing hockey, obviously. Um but yeah, I mean, he is he is definitely uh, getting more comfortable at this level, uh, uh, being more aware of what his what his skill set can do at the NHL level now and where it continues to grow. And yeah, once you know he's building that confidence and in, in the ability to produce and score and and be in the right position, and he I, I you know he's he's well aware of you know his his uh, stature within the league. He's well aware of what being kind of our meads right now in the league. Um, and I, you know, on the ice, he's, he's playing into it, which is, which is fantastic. Like you need a guy, when a guy is playing like that, has that mentality, has that belief in himself. Um, sky's the limit. Yep. He's a player that clearly is never satisfied. Yeah. And he's that's, not, yeah. he's cut from the same cloth as those guys from the last run, Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, Duncan Keith, yep. those guys were never satisfied. Connor Bedard could have a five goal night, and you know what he would say in the press conference? Yeah, but I missed that one shot right. wide. Yeah. I should have buried Absolutely. that one. Yeah, like he's more concerned about the ones he misses than the ones he scores. That is what is so freaking exciting about him. As you know, like as great as he's been, 
we're scratching yeah. the surface mm-hmm. here. Like th- we haven't even seen what he's going to be able to do. And uh, our guy, Charlie, the bacon guy, can't wait to see you tomorrow, Charlie, Me and neither. your delicious bacon. Uh, very bold statement, uh, but he's, he's uh, confident saying that um, Kershev will be Bedard's. Uh, yeah. Kershev is to Bedard what Yari Curry was to Gretzky. Keep that receipt. Interesting. That's, that's a bold statement, my friend. Uh, and I hope you're right. But, uh, yeah, Yari Curry was uh, an amazing player that got to sit there and benefit from having the greatest player of all time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very nice. It's, uh, it is a nice feature to have as a winger. Because well, you wonder, like, how good would Yari Curry have been without him? Yeah. Still would have been good. Yeah, sure. Still would have been good, but yeah. How good, you uh, know? There's, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of players that, you know, their their careers are elevated by the guys that they play with, but I mean, look, Bedard's going to do that in his career to a lot of guys. Yeah, and and that's fine. I mean, but I mean, Kurishev was pretty much the the best offensive option that the Blackhawks had in the fourteen games that that Bedard was gone. So, yeah, is he is he producing at the same rate with Bedard gone? No, but n- neither was anybody on this team. Right. So. You know, it's he. It is good to see that Kershev is the kind of guy that can elevate his game when other people who are at that level are around him. So I want to get back to like what you were what we were saying about you know Bedard's uh, work ethic and just scratching the surface. Like the thing is, there are a few things he needs to work on. He was four and zero on faceoffs today. That's great, but. It's the first time that he's been over 50%. And he only had four for sure. a reason. <laughs> but I think right. it's the first time he's been right. over 50% all year. And he turns the puck over, right? And that's a reality. And there's times where his line will get hemmed in deep because he has not learned the art of retrieving pucks. But the reason his shot is so great is because of how much work he put into it. The reason that he's the player he is is because of how – I mean, of course, you have natural abilities. But he works his ass off to be the best. And you know – much like Jonathan Taves in the first part of his rookie year really struggled at the dot, obsessively worked on fixing the things wrong with his game. And eventually, Jonathan Taves became, at a time, you could argue, the best all-around player in hockey. I know that seems like forever ago, but there was a four- or five-year span where it was Taves and Crosby, and they were in the same conversation, and a lot of guys gave that edge to Taves. So that's that work ethic, And, and Bedard has it. Not, he's not the same kind of player as Taze, but you know, whatever shortcomings he has as a player, he's going to do everything he can to overcome those or at least get to acceptability on those levels. Yeah, and you'd like to think that that kind of mentality and that work ethic will have a trickle-down effect. You know, we've already kind of seen the younger group of guys that hang out after practice and shoot all the time with uh, with Bedard. You know, they're kind of building that that next group, next core of players together um and and yeah you'd love to have bedard as like that leader of that next group and 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 have that mentality and and have it uh you know spread across the locker room and and, and have all the guys buying into that same uh work ethic that same mentality i mean like we we we've seen it you know as soon as at, as at the beginning of the year you know if you if if you see the uh the picture of if Go all the way back to October. The pitcher of Bedard with his first point was an assist, right? He's big smile on the pitcher because they won the game. I think it was in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, and his first goal was the next night against Boston. They lost the game, and he's 
could could not be bothered to smile. So it is like the dude was pissed about scoring an empty netter in the preseason. Yeah, like he is like <laughs> the, like the, goal, the, yeah. the strive for success is so strong uh, for him, and and to already have that as a young as a young eighteen year old rookie, um, you know, leading leading all rookies in, in all the categories that matter. Right. Like it's it's impressive. I just want to circle back to Yari Curry for a second because he's on the brain. Our guy, our guy Lebowski Five says you need a depth. You need depth players like Curry uh, <laughs> to win a cup. I don't classify a guy that scored <laughs> 600 goals and almost 1,400 points a depth guy. But I know what no, you're saying. No, yeah. uh, we do kind of know what he would have been like without Gretzky because he did play two seasons in Edmonton without Wayne Gretzky before but before reuniting with him in LA and those two years without him, he had 44 goals and 102 points and 33 goals and 93 points. So um, pretty, pretty, pretty good, good player. Pretty good. <laughs> Different great, era. But great, pretty de- good. Great depth player. Yeah. No, I mean, he was, he was a great player. Just kidding, Lebowski. You're my guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was slightly above your, your uh, average still had Mark player. Messier, right? Yeah. But I mean, he wasn't playing on Gretzky's line anymore. Right. Right. And he still put up 77 goals in two seasons. Yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Well, Connor Bedard uh, makes it easier to watch the Hawks when they've lost 21 consecutive road games, sure and does. so does Coors Light. Sure does. Right here. Uh, that is the beer I go to when I'm looking to chill, uh, whether it's your team stressing you out or life in general and things feel <laughs> a little bit nuts. A nice cold beer can take nice. the edge off, and Coors Light is the nicest and the coldest, and it helps you find that chill all year long. I love Coors Light because I'm at the age now where I drink other beers, and I'm just like, I am so full. I feel like I want to go to sleep. I can just drink Coors Light after Coors Light and feel good. You did tonight. I watched I did. you. <laughs> yeah, a couple. I've been here for a while. I've had a, I've had a few. Yeah. But I'm feeling good. I'm you feeling usually, loose. You're usually, uh, like the few times we've been out where alcoholic beverages have been around, you're usually like one and you're done. One you're and good. I'll have a Diet Coke, yeah. yeah but you've, the, you've, you've put down like Hey, a, not every a night's a watch along. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's right. right. The Coors Light, it, it is smooth. It is delicious. I love it. Um, and again, it just, it just makes you chill. That's what I think of when I when I think of Coors Light. Hanging out with buddies, having a good time, and drinking Coors Light. It is yeah. great. And when those mountains turn blue, you know it's as cold as the Rockies. And I've had this one out for a while. And that one's been, I was going to say, that one's been sitting out for a little they're bit. They're still blue. They're still blue. They're a <laughs> little bit lighter blue, but they're Light certainly blue. blue. Uh, but we are thrilled to have Coors Light on board with us here and the entire Molson Coors family uh, here at CHGO Sports. And as you know, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged for a smoother finish. When it's time to chill, open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment, crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, the mountains, not the baseball team. When it's time <laughs> to chill, Coors Light is the beer I reach for. Get Coors Light delivered hey. straight to your door with Instacart by going, going to CoorsLight.com slash CHGO Hockey. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm going to give you that link again. Nice. CoorsLight.com slash CHGO Hockey. Go Let's for get it. it. Get right, it delivered via right Instacart. to your door. Right, that's, that's convenient. Awesome. Use I, that link. I got to apologize, Lebowski5. He was referring to Kershev, calling him Curry. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm buying that. Just kidding. Uh, I knew you were okay. like smarter than calling Yari Curry a depth player. Um, what was it? Chevy is Kershev's? I think so. Hockey Chevy. Nickname. And speaking Chevy. of Chevy, now that's a good segue right there. Yeah. Chevy, hey. Ray Chevrolet, also Not known as Chevy, 
is sharing their best offers all month long with their auto show sales event. Make your way to Ray Chevrolet on Route 12 in Fox Lake to join in on the savings. As one of the top-selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories. Plus, you'll find the perfect tailgate vehicle at Ray Chevy because they are offering 0% financing for 72 months on new Silverados with over 100 available. And to top it all off, they're pricing over 125 vehicles under $20,000. Seriously, guys, can pricing get more affordable? The answer to that? is no i know everyone loves the word free and that's what you're going to get all month long at ray chevrolet and fox lake a free oil change all you need to do is mention chgo when scheduling your oil change start the new year right and schedule it by february 29th you have a whole extra day this month to get your free oil change so visit ray chevrolet in fox lake or RayChevrolet.com. they've been serving the community since 1963 find new roads mm-hmm Absolutely. <laughs> Mario scars down his the Salernos. Hey. 39th piece of lovely Salernos tavern you, style pizza. Hey, when you got a gluten free pizza all to yourself, hey, you it's gotta, all you, you got to make it count. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Take it. It's, it's good yours. stuff. Tavern style. You will be on tavern style tomorrow. I will. Me and Cody. Cody and talking about things and stuff. He's talking about things Ooh. and stuff in small little bite sized pieces. You know, we might talk about um, to steal uh, an idea from today's watch along, we might talk about our favorite. Uh, Mundane sports accomplishments. There you go. That'd be a good Way one. to not get sued. Yes. Say it's accomplishment, not achievement. You're not yes. stealing a bit. That's true. Absolutely. That's true. Or we like might other talk people other do people in this, this town. town should learn how to not steal bits. <laughs> <laughs> or we might talk about our favorite uh, social media blunders. Who knows? Oh, that's, that's a good one. We've got some recent Talk ones. about how bad replay sucks. <laughs> let's do that next. But first, let's get these super chats out of the way. Uh, Edward first with another super chat. He's been on a super chat roll. And thank you, Edward, for that. He says, breaking news, Bedard leads all rookies in over goal, overturned goals, too. He's Edward got a everything. Q1 bonus. That's for sure. That is uh, three and counting yeah. this year for Connor Bedard. I, I told you, he leads all rookies in all important categories. Yep. It's, yeah. If there's a category for rookies, Connor Bedard leads it. Yep. Broken so, jaws. Uh, the important goals. The important ones. Yes. <laughs> Fish bowls. Yeah. And stare down goalies. Kayla <laughs> says, I got mad at the refs every time they bitched about Connor's goals. Okay. okay yeah, sure well, yeah, sure. I got mad at the refs for a lot of reasons. That Tyler Johnson penalty was ridiculous. That was a bad one. Bad. Uh, Bedard got tripped. They didn't call that one. Um, yeah, I called him Connor Fields during the game. Yeah, right. Not getting the yeah. calls yet. No. Not yet. He'll but get them. That will, trust me, boys. It's coming. He's going to start getting those superstar calls just in time for our return to the playoffs. <laughs> hey. And we'll be like, Oh, deal with it. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Before we talk about the offsides, because I definitely want to talk about that. We got uh, some quotes rolling in. This is Ben Pope quoting Nick Foligno, who again will be with us tomorrow at 2.30. So don't miss that show. Set yourself a reminder. 2.30 sharp right here on CHGO Blackhawks. Foligno says, quote, we talked about it as a group between the second and third, just how unacceptable our first two periods were just in our compete level. Everyone is working hard, and I get that. Just we're overthinking too much. When you get a team like that, that just comes at you. You get caught if you overthink. You look slow. You look lethargic, and that's what happened. All of a sudden, in the third, we just said, let's forget about that and just go play. Our game comes to life because of it. It's a good lesson for us. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the thing we talked about Stop a couple weeks thinking. ago. Yeah, like it's – it's because <laughs> remember we went through the list of, okay, this team is playing soft, but man for man, who is soft on this team? Right. And we couldn't really find anybody, right? No, no. And it's it's not a yeah it's not a soft team. 
but it's collectively, it's like you want more out of them. Right. And it, part of it is, yes, you overthink because you're struggling to score. You're struggling in whatever category. And the other part is like every little pass is just a little bit off. And, you know, the shot goes wide instead of on net. And like all these little things that the talent gap that adds up over 60 minutes and adds up over 82 games, that becomes insurmountable. Right now, yeah. you've got a guy who has enough talent that even when you're getting blitzed, keeps you in games. Yeah. And you also have a goalie who's playing most nights out of his damn mind. Yeah. I know he gave up five tonight, but Mrazek was really solid again. I mean, facing over 40 shots again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the 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 crispness of their game is is just not there, and, it, and it's a talent thing. I mean, you've seen them. You see it tonight against Carolina. It, it was very evident against uh, Vancouver. Like, you know, they're the the teams that are at the top of the uh, the league standings, the, the way that they play just looks and feels differently than the way that this Blackhawks team plays. Like they have to work so extra hard to make the right pass at the right time to get the right scoring chance, and then, and then you know it comes down to actually converting it. Whereas you know these these teams like Vancouver and Carolina that come in and it's just like can keep the puck in their in in their own zone in the offensive zone for two, three, four uncontested minutes, basically, and just wear this Blackhawks team down. I mean, it's just they it, they have to work so hard for their chances that it just has to be draining. Yeah, well, I, I was just going to say, like you mentioned, like the Blackhawks have to have a perfect play just to have a scoring chance. Yeah. Other teams can just yeah, whip it around, see what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's got to be so frustrating that like you have to be perfect and then you still miss that pass or you mm. hit the post or your shot or, goes wide right yeah. you know, or you're off sides and like <laughs> you know it was just kind of like kind of like the super bowl a couple weeks ago where it was like san francisco had a perfect first half yeah and you knew they were screwed because they were only winning by a touchdown yep because then the chiefs went out and said Oh yeah, we're just gonna do our things. We're overthinking it. We're just gonna go out and play football. Yep. Oh yeah, that Travis Kelsey guy is good. Let's just start getting him the ball Let's throw and to we him win. And the game's over. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Before we get to the offside scene, there's a comment from LS who says, "When you're getting out skated, you have to hit people, especially on the boards." I didn't see that tonight. You can't hit what you can't catch. That's and the Hawks were chasing right. all yeah. night long. And keep in mind, when you are chasing hits, you are putting yourself out of position. Mm-hmm. A team with the skill and talent of the uh, Carolina Hurricanes is just waiting for you to make a dumbass attempt at a hit yeah. so they can hit their wide-open wingman and score well, a goal. They, were great no, they, they didn't even need yeah. to chase hits to get guys wide open tonight. Yeah, I mean, yeah they, just, have, they have plenty of skilled guys that can skate around you, avoid that, avoid that kind of contact, move the puck before you're there. Like, it's... And it's a lot different. I know we always go back to the dynasty, but I think it's a frame of reference for people. How many times did you see those Blackhawks great teams getting pushed around and bullied? Right. Never. Except right. Marcus Kruger, who got smoked once a game. <laughs> like clockwork. Sure, yeah. But it's in his contract. <laughs> right. But like that it's not lesser teams don't have the ability to chase you around and hit you out of the building. The game is not that way anymore. Yeah. Before, you know, when the two line pass was still in effect. There was less room to stretch out the ice, so you had more people in a clustered area. So, yes, yeah. you could get a little more physical back then, and you could clutch and grab a lot more. Now, you saw with Tyler Johnson, you put a stick on a guy, they're calling it. Yeah. They're, if your arm goes around a guy, they're calling it. So yeah. chasing around hits is a great way to get your ass kicked. Yeah, I mean, look at uh, 
Yarmir Yager had his uh, number retired by the Penguins. So yesterday uh, it was filled with Yager highlights. Look at his old 90s highlights. Yeah. And a lot of them came against the Blackhawks. <laughs> and look at the defense True. that you could play against those guys and get away with it. Hacking and slashing, throwing, you know, grabbing, clutching, all that stuff. You can't you can't do that. And, and it the game speed, even just the slightest difference, makes a major difference. Like it is just, you know... You, you, you see this. There are fast guys on this team. Andre Sathanasi, when he's healthy, I think is the fastest guy on this team. Jason Dickens is fast. I don't know, Phil man. Kershaw's Phil Kershaw, we had this discussion. I think yeah. he's the fastest guy on this team. Connor Bedard's fast. Like, they have a lot of fast guys on this team, but everybody's got that and more, you right. know? And, and when you got, especially tonight, like Carolina, you got Martin Natchez, Sebastian Ajo, the good one. Um, you know, you got Svechnikov, Tara Vinen, like, you know, uh, even Brent Burns has still got a pretty good, you know, right. They've got speed and elite talent to go with that speed. Right, it's yeah. one thing to be fast. Yeah, but when you can you, be, when, you can be Andreas at the end right, of you. you're fast, yeah. and that's kind of your thing. Mm-hmm. But when you're fast and you've got elite goal scoring or elite vision or both, mm-hmm. and you've you got a team that can't keep up with you, can't catch you, can't get the puck off your stick, it's like, shooting fi- fish in a barrel. Yeah, do what you want. All right, one more quote before offsides. Uh, this is Felino on Kurashev. Quote, instead of being a secondary guy, he's realizing he can be a play driver. That's what I've noticed out of him. He's starting to realize his abilities and that he can make a lot of plays happen himself. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Okay. Confidence. Offsides. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we're uh, early into the conversation and we're, we're butthurt because Connor Bedard had two goals and two games taken away. <laughs> but as we were talking about during the watch along, the spirit of offsides is to prevent cherry picking. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And look, the Crevier play was clearly offside. It was the puck, right call. Puck was so out was, of the zone. So was the one against yes. Ottawa. Puck sure. Was out of the zone. Yep. But the, my point is, and I think this kind of goes with all replay, is it the spirit of the rule? Is that the spirit of the rule? Do you need to go fine tooth comb frame by frame by. If you have to do that with an offside play, it didn't impact the play. Right. It didn't make a difference between a goal and no goal. I agree with that. Yeah. The last two, I don't have that big of a problem right. because they were clearly Clear. offside. Yes. It took a split one look and go, yeah, it's off. The one that sucked was that first one against the Bruins Yeah, because they were offsides. The Bruins got possession of the puck, then lost possession of the puck, and then they scored. The puck was in the zone for like 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. I think if it happens like on a play like that and the other team – the defensive team gets possession and can't clear. It should wave it off. Yeah, or you had be, uh, you got the puck back. You didn't score off the offside play because you had possession and turned it back over. Should wipe it out. The yes. two, these last two, yeah, they're fine. I don't like replay in sports. Period. I think it's good in theory, but terrible in practice. It slows down the game. Again, you, half the time you're you're looking at millisecond frame by frame to see if you can see you know a, a smidge of white. That's not replay to me. Right. Replay in any sport should be just to see if it's a good goal, a good touchdown, a fair foul ball, a home run, whatever. Yeah. Scoring plays. I don't want to take five minutes to see. You know, we've gotten to the point where. Just like a catch in the NFL, we're not even sure what offside is anymore. Is the skate on the ice? Is the skate off the ice? Is the stick on the puck? Just screw it. If you can't get it right on a split second, then it stands. What I I hate is that we've ruined fans' experience of celebrating because you have to wait 
right to see if it's yeah. actually like like in the Premier League, English Premier League and soccer, they have VAR, right? Mm-hmm. And like you know, they'll go back. They'll, you'll you'll wait to celebrate because oh, they had they haven't drawn the lines yet to see if the guy was offside by his left big toe, and it's right. like why why does that matter? Right. Yeah. If it's clearly like somebody's just standing in front of the crease, then yeah. But I just I think it's gotten too technology has gotten too into it, and it's like you know. It, the calls are going to even out by the end of the year for as many, like if you can't make the call on the ice and I think the replay is taking pressure off the refs. Cause I think they're a lot letting a lot of these close plays go. Cause they know, well, the coach will just challenge it and we'll get the call. Right. Yeah. So I'm just going to let it go. That could as be opposed part of it. To blowing it yeah. dead right yeah. then and there. Yeah. Uh, KQ uh, in the chat brought up a good point, a little bit up there law and said, you have to call it the way it is because it becomes subjective. And then, like, where do you draw the line on subjectivity? And that's the other side of the argument. Right. right? Like, if you're going to review stuff, you've got to review all of it because the technology exists too. I think speaking of your point to me is correct. With offsides, it's either got to have a time limit or a possession uh, asterisk. Right? Like, like, because like you said, the Bruins got the puck back, had the chance to advance it and clear it and didn't. Mm. Right. So that play's no longer offside. Yes, and because the the Blackhawks were in, all change, in the zone when they got possession. possession. Yes, right. So well, yeah, that, I think that's the way you kind of have to. I don't know. That, well, I, but the, you know, I, I think the, the what Kay's point is when you allow for interpretation, then things get a little. Then you itchy. have goalie interference, which is another mess. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, it's it's the NHL's own problem because their rule book is written so vaguely. Because they want to give the referees that interpretation ability. So when you leave so much into what the referee can and can't call, you know, you can't say, oh, buy the book. Well, the book is pretty vague. So then it comes down to the discretion of, of the specific ref that night. What, are, what is their tendency to call? Or do they call strict games? Do they call loose games? You know, how do you, how do you interpret such rules? So... I think when you leave it that vague on purpose, then you open yourself up to those, to those problems. As far as, you know, the offsides challenges and, and replays, especially the last two that have taken counter Bernard goals off. I don't have a problem with them because clearly the puck was out of position. Yeah. I, I, I am on the side of like, I want to make sure every call is correct. I'm, I'm, I'm more into that than, being like, oh, it disrupts the flow of the game. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd rather be in a situation where, a, a, for my team, a goal is either allowed or disallowed because the call was made correctly, not because of human error. But I will say with offsides, I hate when it comes down to, was this fraction of a piece of a skate blade right. onside or offside? Was it on the blue line? Was it on the ice? Like, all that, that's what I hate. But with the two with Bedard, I'm like... The ones that got called back. They're the puck side. was out of possession. You could see it on the replay. Yeah. It's the right call. When we were watching the game live, and it left Yeah, you were just like, like that's kind of close. Yeah, yeah. offside? And then he scored. I was like, yeah, it's probably coming. Yeah. yeah. And you saw Bedard's face, too. He was just like, mother. <laughs> Again. Yeah. <laughs> in back-to-back <laughs> games. Help me out here. Like, don't you see what I'm working with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Rod. Yeah, right. Just let me Rod. have this one. Rod. Come on. What a yeah. Rod. Screw you. Was that one of George Carlin's names? Rod and Todd. Todd. Tucker. <laughs> Tucker. Uh, I mean, Rod and Todd are the... Uh, the Flanders boys. Flanders, Flanders yeah. boys, yeah. <laughs> I 
I want your damn vegetables. That play was, God <laughs> says that play was offside. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, it's, great. you know, and I know we're, like I said, we're fresh off the two disallowed goals, but I just think in general, I don't know, it's probably because I'm old. I just want, I just want, I, I think human referee error, umpire error, whatever, is part of the game. It is. And it sucks, and that's why they hum- get egged. It's the human <laughs> human aspect yeah. of the game. you got to have it. Plus, in a league that is more exciting when you're scoring goals, they keep figuring out ways to take goals off the board from some of your most exciting players. Yeah. yeah. And it's like even the... Oh, we, we'd love to show you this highlight of this awesome goals Connor Bedard scored and put it on commercials, but we can't because it was offside right. by <laughs> a half a foot. Yeah. Um, even when I watch like baseball games that have the permanent strike zone, I'm like, no, mm. let me determine if it's a part strike so I can get mad at the TV. <laughs> I don't. I want to be able to have my own opinion and tell you you're an idiot. Yes, and all that stuff. I want yeah. to be better than the umpire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's frustrating, but whatever. I mean. I guess as the technology exists, yeah, you know, and I, you know, and w- if it, if it was reversed and Sebastian Ajo had a goal taken away because he was offside, maybe I wouldn't feel so strongly about it. But I just, I don't know. It's like what you said, Mario. It's the, you know, I think I, I think a skate lace, yeah, is right and, over. And when you when you get down to that that much detail, then yeah, that is that is kind if of you have to go over. frame by frame, calling the ice dance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. right. Yeah. If you can't see it clearly by looking at it once, call in the ice stance. <laughs> we got a $5 super chat from Thomas who says, Yesterday I got to shut up a group of Wild fans gloating about Brock Faber by walking by with my Bedard jersey. <laughs> Worth it. Faber hate is just so amazing. Like, I feel bad for the kid because Brock yeah, it's not fans hate him. But it's because it's of Wild fans. that Like, I have nothing against Brock Faber, the player. He's a really good player. Yes, of course. It's, Any other season. He, he's he, in the conversation with Bedard. That's all you need to know. I mean, if if this was last season, he probably is winning the hey. caller, but it's not. And being, being, being second place ain't bad. No, I mean, uh, get used to it in Minnesota. Like that, the, <laughs> being in second place for the Wild is a great season. Mm-hmm. Um, Success, yes, and yes, there was some fun today because, in case you missed it, the Wild and the Canucks played an after. There was like seven afternoon games, and I love that. I know that it was, was a holiday, yeah. but every NHL game should start at two p.m. every day. <laughs> screw, screw your, screw <laughs> yeah, your nine to five. I'm down with that. Every <laughs> every NHL game should start at two p.m. regardless of the day of the People week. People watching at their desk at work, and then they. Leave and they join us for the post game yeah. show and the commute home. It's, it's perfect. Great. I love it. Every Who loses? I Nobody. see you're a Blackhawks season ticket holder and you've run out of your PTO by hey, February. <laughs> the majority of the people who are season ticket holders are all retired anyway. They don't have jobs to go. That's not, that's not like an afford them because they're retired and they, they've made a lot of money. Um, yeah. Most, so, but the uh, the Canucks and the Wild had a uh, crazy game up in Minnesota today. 10-7 final 17 score. 17 goals. Jesus. Three different hat Three tricks. different players had hat tricks today. None of them were by Brock Faber. Brock Faber had zero points in a game where his team And he was scored, even. He was even. And <laughs> uh, a game that his team scored 10 But goals. how many minutes did he play? Uh, not, not enough. <laughs> but uh, he was on the ice for four goals, four, and four goals against. Um, so uh, there you go. That's not going to get it done. To, he, to is, he is the best rookie not named Connor defenseman in the NHL. Just above yes. Alex Vlasic. Just. Yeah? yeah? I guess so. Yeah. me. I don't know. I mean, head-to-head, 
Who would you rather have? Are you saying between Vlasic and Faber? Yeah. I mean, unpopular opinion, Faber's but probably got, Brock Faber. Faber's got more tools. Faber can probably produce more offensively right. and not give up that much it's collectively like defensively. Yeah, it's not a huge drop off defensively. Right. Yeah. I'm, if I if I'm picking between Vlasic and Faber, I'm picking Faber. Right now, if I'm picking yes. between Bedard and Faber, I'm picking oh, Bedard. I'm a thousand times. So is thousand. everyone was a so is everyone brain. in Minnesota and the yes. ten thousand lakes. Right. I <laughs> let's. I I would like to see if we can remember this like three years from now. The Faber versus Vlasic. See where we're mm. at. Yeah, we'll see. Because there's yeah. some room for Vlasic to get the offensive ability. And I think lately you've seen him be a little more confident with the, I mean, look, he's got, what, like three breakaways this year. I mean, he played on the top power play unit in Rockford. So they last year they told him, go yeah. f- try to be more offensive too. And he, he well, was when, pretty good. When so. Bedard wasn't here, he was playing top power play too. Him and Seth Jones. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, it's going to be there, – there's so many guys on this, like – you know, I know it's really it's tough to swallow. I see there's like a conversation in the chat going on about no, this team doesn't have a number one defenseman. First of all, yes, you can't determine that yet. Uh, if you, are you saying for the future? Yeah. Oh, okay. But like, I mean, Seth Jones is the number one defenseman. He is. Is he an elite number one? No, but is he one of the 32 best defensemen in the league? Absolutely, he is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he is. I would say so. And if you're, I, I, I don't know. And if you're looking ahead of the future, like you've got Korchinski, you've got Vlasic. I think you confidently check both those boxes that those guys are going to be good NHL players. Korchinski mm-hmm. has had his struggles. He's 19. 19. 19 he's rookie. an offensive defenseman. Like, he's got a lot to learn. If he could go to Rockford this year, that's where he would yes, be this year. Exactly. Uh, Vlasic, check it. Give him a max deal or max term, whatever you want to do. He's in your top four. For you know, he's there 10 years. I be. just challenge people. And I know it's not a gatekeeping thing, but I have to tell you from experience, I know Greg can speak to this too. Brent Seabrook and Duncan Keith, their first few league, years in the league were like, not great. They were rough. These guys can't play. Is something I said out loud watching Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook. His, Duncan Keith, a played two full years in the AHL before coming here. Yes. Duncan Keith's nickname for the first three years of his career was Drunken Keith because he looked like he was drunk on the ice at <laughs> yes. the time. It wasn't good. There was no way his first two seasons that I, if you would have, if like, if you would have landed in a time machine and told me that guy's going to win a Conn Smythe and two Norris trophies in his rookie season, I'd have been like, uh, we need the police here because this guy is an escaped <laughs> mental patient and he needs to be put in a rubber room with a straitjacket on. I used to have heated arguments. My friend Wendy was a Michigan State, I don't know if she was an alum or a fan, but she was a, a Duncan Keith stan from day one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're crazy. Anton Babchuk is going to be twice as good <laughs> as Duncan Good Keith. thing there wasn't a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> look at the guy's shot. Look at the, I mean, he is built like an NHL defenseman. Yeah. He's got the pedigree. That guy is going to be an all-star. Duncan Keith, he'll be a fourth or fifth guy at best. And look, like we all got our shit opinions. But if you watch Duncan hey, Keith play. On this very show, I predicted Lucas Reichel was going to lead the team in points this year. Yeah. So, you know, that gets thrown at me oh, all the time. There's still time. I own it. It's, he still has a chance. He's still come back and do time. it. If he has yeah. seven, eight goal games back to back, we've got a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Look, and, and, and as far as future defensemen go, you got Vlasic, you have Korchinski here now. You have Nolan Allen and Ethan Del Mastro looking pretty darn good in the AHL. You got Wyatt Kaiser, who 
got a taste of the NHL this year. He's in the AHL now. Like those are that's five that's five defensemen right now that you would say in the next year or two could develop into NHL regulars. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a pretty good start. You have Sam Renzel looking pretty good at Minnesota. That's another guy. That's our six. It's a full defensive core right there. Yeah. You know, right. all under 22 years old. And it doesn't mention, you know, guys that may be drafted this year in the yeah. first round and next year. Like you just, you keep drafting defensemen. Mm-hmm. You can never have too many of them yeah. ever. You yeah. Can, that's certainly a, uh, Something that every team needs. And look, if you have the other thing too is anytime you have a um, wealth of talent at a position, you've got trade chips too. Sure. Yeah. And you could look at somebody like Del Master and say, oh, you know, I don't know if we got room for him, but he looks pretty good. All star, AHL All Star. What do you want for, you know, what's it going to take? You know, it's, yeah, I they, mean, it's, they've got a lot of possibilities. And, and it's funny, like, <laughs> I didn't even think of that, Greg. They could draft a defenseman this year. They could suddenly be their top defensive prospect. Yeah, like if, that could legitimately yeah, if they happen. Don't, if they don't land the first overall pick and and you know win back to back drafts and get Bedard and Celebrini, you know Artem Levshinov at Michigan State. Talk about Michigan State. He is hey. a like. He's a horse. Is he's a workhorse? He is a guy that could be another Victor Hedman, where it's just like big, skilled, play power play play uh, penalty kill, move the puck, put up, put up offensive numbers and be a shutdown guy, do everything. Like if, if you land number two or number three or something and he's there, beautiful. Yeah. Like that's, that's perfect. He, he checks, Never he checks all many. those boxes of a Kyle Davidson defenseman. Yep. Yep. All right. We should take a break. Yes. Uh, Mario is going to tell you about our friends boss, at uh, Circa. <laughs> Circa. Yeah. Hey, they're great. Uh, if it's you true. if you like to wager on sports, uh, I suggest you do it through our friends at Circa Sportsbook. They have some of the best money line splits and low hold models out there. Games will strive to be a minus one ten split on the Circa Sports menu. Unlike other sports books, which could have the same game at a minus one fifteen or even a minus one twenty, Circa keeps as little money as possible on large market bets compared to those other sports books. Uh, And Circa doesn't limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit winning players. So if you're on a heater, keep going on a heater with Circa and take all their money. They encourage it. They also encourage other bettors to download all of the apps and uh, compare betting lines available. And you will see that you are still getting the best lines from the Circa Sportsbook. And there are real people behind the Circa Sports brand who help resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike those other books who use chatbots. Collective boo. All aspects of the app are run by the same team that runs the Circa Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. So download the Circa Sports Illinois app at circasports.com slash Illinois-app. And sign up today. Be on the lookout also for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or text GAMB, G-A-M-B, to 833-234. Or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Yeah. And if you want to go see uh, Connor Bedard and Alex Vlasic and Kevin Korczynski and all these promising young players in person, yes, hit up our friends at Game Time 
it can be really a crappy process to go online and try to find a decent value for tickets to games that are sold out or in really high demand. Uh, Game time makes it really easy. Their app is super easy to navigate, very easy to find the things you are looking for. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. And game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They've got those great last minute deals, all in prices. And my favorite feature, the view from your seat. So, you know, there's not a pole in front of your face. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. It is really uh, an awesome service. Uh, We were looking earlier at upcoming Hawks games, and you can get, uh, I know this uh, Chris Chelios retirement game and uh, the Patrick Kane return is a very in-demand game. You can get the building for like, what was it, 140 for a seat? 135? Mario with a mouthful of food communicating. Yes, that sounds right. Yeah, 135 will get you a seat in the building uh, to see Patrick Kane's return and Chris Chelios' number seven go to the rafters. It's not and even in the last row of the rink. No, that's oh, pretty good. 320, what is it, 327 or 11? Yeah, that's the same side that the Hawks will shoot at twice. Yeah, and as Mario pointed out in the uh, watch party, that's the price you'll pay. Yep. It's not going to be like that big uh, ticket conglomerate where you say, oh, I bought two $50 tickets. Why is my order $175? The master of tickets? Yes, the master of tickets. Master. And the nation of living. Master of tickets. (laughs) Got fees for you. So here's what you need to do. All right. First off, you take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account. Use that code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. By the way, speaking of the Chelios game uh, where we are having a takeover. Yep. If you've not received your ticket yet, rest assured it is coming. It usually come a day or two before the game. Yep. We get them from the Hawks and then we send them out one by one by one. So it's a process, but you will get your tickets in time. Don't worry. The plan for this game is basically meeting the atrium because the games at five, Pat Foley's running a panel at two fifteen in the atrium. Mm-hmm. The Jersey retirement ceremony begins at three ten. So if you're getting ready to watch on TV, don't think you're going to sit in front of your TV at five and see the ceremony. It's at three ten. Mm-hmm. That's when everything starts. So and then it's warm ups. Yes, yes, exactly. Just like they did with Hosa. Yeah. Yes. So be prepared for a long day. So I'm going to be in the atrium as early as 145. Well, so you can look for me there for the same in time in the morning. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> exactly. You're and just gonna be uh, Chili's Chili. I really like Chili's Chili as a meetup spot. It's yeah. very easy to find. Yeah, it's right there. Uh, get yourself a seven dollar shot glass of chili. Seven dollar spoonful of chili. <laughs> hey, it's worth it. Just get all the toppings. Really, it's, it's not that small. But it, I would say it was probably what's eight, probably eight scoops. I mean, you ever go to like a be- like the ice cream store, like an ice cream shop, and yeah. you get the cup, Cold Stone. I, that's what it is. The like it at Cold Stone. No, it's smaller than that. Well, is it, gonna, is it like the little cups you get when you're getting water out of the thing at the dock? No, it's not. No, a, it's not a Dixie it's cup. A cone. No, the Dixie cup. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chili cone. Chili yeah, cone. no, it's That'd probably about eight eight heaping sp- like spoons of. It's not chili. a lot of chili. It's not seven dollars worth of chili. I just wish it's, it's a, still right here. It's a smaller. Nice. It's a smaller chili. Yeah, the the location was like literally across the alleyway. Yeah, yeah. Which so speaking of things that don't add up, uh, we got 194 people watching and only 97 likes. We make it make sense. Likes. 100 of you need to like the yes, video. We need more likes. Yeah, yeah. that's that's uh, very thank you helpful for watching. For us. We really is that my influence? I, I get that a lot in the the Bear Show. 
your what, influence? Not a lot of likes? You're not forcing people to like the video? Oh, I feel like I am forcing people to like, and I feel like that makes them not want to like the no, show. No, I think no, it's just, right. you know, people just get in the they, they put it on and they're kind of doing other stuff and they forget to hit it. Yeah. Hit, hit it. Hit, hit the, the like, like button. Button. Make button. it part of your routine. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Hit the little bell so you get notifications every yep. time Blackhawks and Cubs and Bears is on live. and uh, Bulls and White Sox. Bulls and White Sox as well, and oh, yeah. Fire in the Sky and Red Stars. Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that a Boston song? Yeah. No, it was Wheel in the Sky. That's Wheel in the Sky. Um, and yeah, subscribe and all your favorite podcast apps as well. Uh, like, subscribe, five star reviews, do all that good stuff. You, uh, isn't the out. Fire in the Sky? Wasn't that that like alien abduction movie from like <laughs> the nineties? I think that Fire, that, in, the Fire sky. in the Sky. Fire in the Sky. Yes, nineteen ninety three. that's Will in the right. Sky. You're saying Will in the Sky? <laughs> Was it Starring Robert Patrick? DB Sweeney. DB Sweeney. Robert Patrick. You're yes. right. Wow. Oh, wow. I know bad movies. Wow, that? all the stars. <laughs> was that like a... And Travis Walton is citizen number three. <laughs> was, that Bill's kid? was it like a Showtime movie that was no, on? No, it, it was a theater in theater release. It was like a dude gets abducted by aliens and nobody yeah. believes him. Oh, they should because aliens are real. Fire TV that That's going to be my before. tavern style. Aliens are aliens real. are real and among <laughs> us. That's why you're never on the show, Jay. <laughs> that could be. That could be uh, part conspiracy of conspiracy theories with Jay's. People Watson. don't know my. Uh, we don't want to lose that big sponsor we got, so we're gonna keep you. The away one thing I don't podcast about that I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with hockey. I'm obsessed with food and like cryptids, aliens, and true crime and murder and blood. I don't have a podcast on that. I just mm, consume. Not them. yet. Not yet. At yeah, least. Not yet. Exactly. All right. Serial killer aliens. Lawrence. Well, that's a podcast. Are we going to Connor's corner first? Are we really? Re- Reviewing oh. the four star of the game. Well, what, what's uh, ready? What do we want to do for? first? I'll do whatever you want to do. I right, mean, let's do Connor's corner. Okay, I want to hear that happy music. Okay, let's. Do I play that first and then go to the? Full you kind of do it all at the same time. Okay, this is music exciting. and then this, this is very this exciting. Grab. Oh my yeah, gosh, we're, we're ready. We're, we're, we're on oh, it. There it is. There it is. There's the graphic. And there's, there's the music. The music. Oh, Beautiful. Aw, Connor Bedard, as you see on the screen there, he had a goal, two assists, 2017, four for four at the faceoff dot, and. uh Wearing the wearing the, uh, the sandy cheeks uh, <laughs> helmet, race the, the fish the fish bulb. <laughs> keep him keep him safe. He's got his dino nuggies. And he still hasn't folded that laundry. Yeah, no, fold the laundry. What are you, my daughter? He's gonna start smelling. <laughs> Honest to God, today, over the last two days, I had five loads of laundry. Dang. I folded all of my daughter's clothes and put them on her bed. And I go, "Can you put your clothes away?" She's like, "Oh." I'm like, are you kidding me? I did all the work. Yeah. I bought them for you and washed them. All it's literally the least you can do is put it on a hanger. Into the drawer. <laughs> my God. Oh man. This is why oh. I have dogs. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I am. I'm probably five loads of laundry behind. That's what I, I did all day yesterday. Yeah. I'm t- it relaxes me. I don't oh, mind yeah, doing these sure. tasks where I'm just like singularly focused on something. I, did I mention this on the show that this weekend I, I was uh, breading fish at a fish fry? No, I didn't hear I was like that. On the assembly line of a fish fry. Oh, wow. That's it awesome. was the greatest four hour. I was just like in the zone, like fish, bread, fish, bread. I'm like, I just was so, nice. my mind was on nothing but breading fish. So you're the, you're the egg wash. No, breading, that's the guy next or? to me. So I had an egg wash guy next to me. He would wring out the fish, throw it into my little pan of breadcrumbs. I would do it. I would fill another pan. That pan would go to be double breaded. Then that pan would go in the fryer. I did it for four Ooh, hours. Wow. You couldn't bread it enough the first time? Well, you got to double bread. Got to double bread. Double bread it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Sorry, John Newman, sorry the, gluten guy. Oh, yeah. The St. John Newman <laughs> fish fry in Homewood right there on Dixie Highway. Uh, go to every Friday. He said wood and Dixie. <laughs> 
Yes, I did. But hey, St. John Newman, uh, throw a plug out there for the fish fry at St. John Newman, 4.30 to 8 every uh, every Friday. Double breaded fish, I hear, is really good. It's delicious. I mean, any fish fry that has an egg wash guy is legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He was That's very true. intense. Well, you have to be to He's be like, egg we, wash We guy. shouldn't be playing music in here. People are distracted. I'm like, all right. Buddy, like, Does he have a shirt that says egg wash guy? He should. <laughs> no, no, we need no. to get him that. Or oh, he was. He was I, I, I'm like, hey, guy. man, like, you know, remember, everyone in here is a volunteer. He's like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, okay. I am the fish the is getting cooked. Don't worry. Uh, $2, $2 super chat from Windy City Hockey says uh, fishbowl fish equals real men. <laughs> Bedsy keeps proving he's a real man. Uh, Windy City Hockey had another chat earlier I wanted to get to, too. And this is interesting. Will Chelios lace up the skates for warm-ups on Chelios night? Uh, I think they I should. The way Yager did that. it. They yeah. should. I mean, Yager clearly can. I mean, Yager, God damn. That he still man. plays. He's still playing. He's still playing in, in Czechia. Scoring, too. And yeah. playing And he hockey. won't stop because this is true. Yager feels like if he retires... Klondo will fold. Yeah. Like the organization will just like, oh, yeah. well, without the, Yager, the, the money attraction for that club is yeah. him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an uh, unfortunate spot to be in, but, you know. I don't think Chelios is going to do the skate because him and his teammates from the 90s, the party is starting on That's Friday. He might not be able That's to straight. Yeah. Yeah. The party's starting on Friday. Probably has already started. Yeah. And, and the warm-up is going to be after the ceremony, no, it ain't happening. Yeah, that's no, fair. They'll probably all wear seven jerseys. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he ain't skating. They all gonna go out there with spray tans. He's already. He's gonna be on. He's gonna be on the ice in another way. <laughs> Should so. Uh, we had this conversation before the show started. Would you take how old is Chris Chelios right now? Fifty. Fifty something. Five. Let's see. Ish. Google. Doesn't look, whatever his age is, 62. he doesn't look. Oh, my gosh. Would you take 62-year-old <laughs> yes. Chris Chelios, half in the bag, <laughs> or Jacob Magna? Chelios. I would take Chelios. <laughs> yeah. I, would take, I would take Chelios full in the bag <laughs> over Jacob Magna. <laughs> all right, all right. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Chelios is in flip-flops and a Pearl Jam shirt. <laughs> still taking Chelios. Uh, still take him. Yeah. He still can hold a stick. Because he's still going to like prevent a goal from happening somehow. By the way, I know we're getting off topic. Crazy. But the Hawks suck, so who they cares? Lost six to three. There is no topic. I watched the uh, the <laughs> old video. Talk, we already talked about Connor Bedard. <laughs> of Eddie Vedder climbing the <laughs> yes, scaffolding. That was all over Twitter yesterday. Climbing the scaffolding. This is back in like uh, right two. At, yeah, yeah, ping yeah. pop. Yeah. yeah. He climbs the scaffolding because he threw his mic up there and it gets tangled. So he's hanging out with one, two hands. I'm sorry, wait, hold on. This is from when? 92. Like 1992. Oh, yeah. It's the famous video. For whatever reason, it was the anniversary of it or something. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. People okay. were showing the video. I saw it. If you've never seen this, find insane. it. It's it is insane. the most rock star shit you've ever seen. So he's hanging on to the scaffolding with probably 15 feet of nothing below him. And nobody's trying his to get mic. Him. Then he fixes the mic. So he can rappel down the microphone cable to safety. It's pretty. Cool. It is rock and roll stuff, man. It's insane. It's uh, awesome. Eddie Vedder is 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 a Eddie god. Rolls. I would have <laughs> would have given anything to be born fifteen years earlier to Do see him to see Pearl Jam at at their peak. Yeah, like that. Do we like Dark Matter? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's, yeah. It yeah. follows the recipe for that uh, yeah. Pearl Jam album leading punk rockish kind of song yes. in the tradition of Lightning Bolt and Hail yeah. Hail yeah. and uh, all the rest of them. Uh, yeah. yeah, all those songs. Get got, get out or whatever. The, the, there's always like two of those three and a half minute in your face 
like I listen to a this lot. This is not for you. I there's, love there's, that song. There's, there's always at least two of those on every record that we're like, okay, this is a shout out to the Buzzcocks and the Dead Boys and all those yeah, punk buzz. bands you listen to. Okay. You say Buzz on radio? <laughs> <laughs> only if you listen to Jonathan Brandmeyer. Oh, I'm dating myself there. Wow. Steve Dahl and Jonathan uh, Brandmeyer wow. in the same. Hey, am show. I listening to the Loop yeah. right now? What's going on? Man <laughs> corner. <laughs> all right, let's Steve do. Uh, Eddie Schwartz next. <laughs> oh, oh, I got a story about him. Yeah, the air. Um, all right, let's do uh, four star of the game. You're uh, never going to guess. Uh, hold on. Let's there's see. a theme to this show. Yeah. Yes, there's probably a theme to the same show. Music. No one's going to be mad. Yes. Bing, hey, there he is. There he is. Ah, all those stats we just told you about. <laughs> Can you believe it? He's really good. Again, a goal, two assists, disallowed goal. He was great. And our final segment of the night. No, no spoilers needed. Yes. Come back Mario has won. Guess Hoosier which Hawk one again. of us picked Connor Bedard. Yep. <laughs> Who had first pick first tonight? First pick. So you can probably put the 18 in for Jay because he has first pick <laughs> next game. Yep. Didn't Galaxy brain it. Yeah. Let's plug that right in. It's just. Uh, but hey, yeah. I mean, Philip Kershev had a really good game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. playing. No, no, no disrespect to him. He had a really good game. Anthony Beauvillier, uh, I noticed him skating out there. He was out there. <laughs> they had he's, him on he's an NHL they, player. Yeah, he they, is. They had him in the uh, interview, so we know he, he played. Yeah, he uh, was in the interview. With? He had I got it right here. Uh, minus one, 16-13. He had uh, two shot attempts. That's good. Right? Yeah, and uh, giveaway. One, one more than the other guy would have had. But I, he just, <laughs> he's just he got speed. He's finished yeah, his checks. I mean, he's an NHL this body. first game in a month, and yeah. he's yeah. not playing on Connor Bedard's line. So if you're not on Connor Bedard's line, you're kind of, you're just like, get off the ice so Bedard can get back out yes. there. <laughs> Play 60 minutes, Connor. Be yeah. Connor Bedard. <laughs> Stop being Anthony Beauvillier. I uh, could use those two extra shots, but that's okay. That happens. We'll move on. Yeah, we'll that's move why on they call it gambling. All right, we've got everything done, right? Think so. All, all of our all of our bits are paid off. All yeah, of our dead jokes the ones are made. That haven't been stolen yet. That's right. <laughs> all right, we're gonna be back tomorrow at two thirty for an important show. Why? Nick Felino will be right over there where Mario's Pizza is <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> at two thirty. I cannot wait to talk to Nick Felino. Uh, so much to ask him, uh, and he, you know, every time we see him, he's like. Hey, why don't we do it again? I can't wait to do it again. He's, uh, yeah. he's on board. He enjoys man. it. He this enjoys is it. Uh, probably not the last time we see him this month. No. And who ran down the uh, statistics since he rocked the uh, CHGO hoodie? What it's are Mario's the stats? He, he, uh, well, he had two points tonight, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. So that's five goals, three assists for, if my math correct, eight points in his that last ten out. games since wearing the CHGO uh, flag hoodie, which you can find at the CHGO hey, locker. And it was yep. that CHGO flag hoodie that healed his hand too it is true yeah i don't think he's he wasn't even in the lineup and he gets the hoodie and all of a sudden fingers fine back on the ice yeah chgo bump is a real thing by the way if you like the hoodies and you want to become a diehard might as well you do get a free shirt or hat upon sign up but if you want the hoodie hoodies is that you get 35 bucks off the hoodie Mm mm-hmm so it's basically a thirty-five dollar credit. It's a, it's, it's half off, yeah. pretty much. The, yeah. for the hoodie. more than that for the hoodie. yeah, more than that. So yeah, more than that. jump on the hoodie. Hoodies are I love this. This is like become my. It's like my Linus's blanket. My I love this yeah. That thing. one's my, good. My, my CHO hoodies are my most comfortable. Yeah, when it is one. clean, it is on. Yes, mm-hmm. I have that one, and I have the uh, <laughs> even when it's not clean. The uh, the Nux one, kind of like little yeah, uh, little blue camo. Little, yeah, I, tie dye. To me, that's tie-dye. more yeah. To yeah, me, that's more comfortable. My only issue with that one. 
is it's gone through the dryer too many times and it's gotten a little short. Yeah, yeah. It's the dryer's fault. Sure, not it's my the dryer's fault. fault. I no, it's, I, I, I'm the same size as when I bought you it. You need to I have Jay doing your laundry. He doesn't uh, use the dryer. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Cold maybe, everything. Yeah, apparently, cold, cold, well, cold. I'll wash everything cold. <laughs> the warm weather never goes on. I yeah. think my dryer is a little too uh, too hot. And uh, Sarah chimes in. She the, is. the Sarah, not a yes. Sarah. The Sarah. Says she likes CHGO Mark. Yeah. Alexander's favorite producer. Yeah. yeah. She's among mine. Yeah. I was. Yes. She's in my top. She's in my top four. <laughs> How many we got these days? One, two, three, four and a half, five. Okay, whatever. Yeah. She's good. Five. Is, is Bragg's the half? No. No, Kevin yeah. is the half. He's part time. Okay. Mm. We have yes. four full-time producers. Uh, no, well, five. Uh, I mean, Bragg, Bragg, Bragg's, Bragg's counts. Yeah, Bragg's is Sarah, Bragg's. All right, I like Sarah better than Bragg's. Kevin, Natalie, yeah. as a Clark. Oh, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, Did he die? <laughs> well, no. Just, just, <laughs> just he got his, hit on his Segway. He, <laughs> <laughs> he was looking at Natalie's puppy and drove off in the lake. We are ending the show now. A real dog. It was a real dog. But you know what you said. I know dog. what I said. I, you know what you <laughs> thought, you dirty old man. Natalie's like six. All right. Talking about her dog, you Let's go home. freak. Well, <laughs> the way you said uh. puppy. The way you heard puppy. Puppy, sing, <laughs> puppy singular. I could be yeah. part of it too. I'm not Jerry Lawler. All right. We're back tomorrow at 2.30. <laughs> yes. Uh, number one female producer at Shea's show. There's no doubt. That's, there's that's no, true. There's no debate. Undisputed. Number one female yes, producer absolutely. at Shea's show. All right. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow. We'll see Sarah tomorrow too. Join us 2.30 with Nick Felino. Smash that like button on the way out for us. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. <laughs> Silly like the mayor. 